0: What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel, and today we're gonna to get back into the financial empowerment conversation. And in this conversation, we're gonna speak about entrepreneurship and small business, and self-employment as well. So this conversation is gonna give you some insights and tips if you don't already have a actual self-employment entrepreneurship setup up on how to decide on what you could do to start up your own business. In future episodes like this I will definitely speak to people who already have a business in existence and give you some pointers on how to grow your business utilizing marketing strategies and other planning strategies and some of these are going to be things that I use and some of these are going to be things that other business people in my social circle have used Um, and the reason I want to share kind of a mixture of the advice is because you never know what's gonna work for you right Um, the things that I that that I do work for me and I don't wanna limit the conversation to just that. So I'm definitely gonna share some advice from other business owners as well. Now, with that being said, we're gonna to focus today, as I mentioned, on people who are just getting started and aren't really sure what it is they could do for a business. So the first thing that you should do is you should make a list of all of your work experience, all of your education, and make a list of the skills that you used in all of these places and make a list of all the skills that you, uh, or the knowledge that you learned in all these places. And this might take a while, like get you some coffee, get you some tea, you know, get you some soda, Coke, you know what I'm saying? Like get something that you like to drink, get some snacks and enjoy a whole afternoon of just making this list, right? You can play some music in the background, but this is a very important step because you're identifying your strengths I always say that it's important to know what exists in your toolbox right now because you don't want to talk about what you don't have right because I hear people all the time you and you've heard them they'll say well I can't start a business because I don't have such-and-such such, or I can't start a business because I don't know such-and-such such. well you don't need to worry about what you don't have and what you don't know focus on what you do have because you that's all you can build with you can only build with what you already have So that's where I want you to focus. And you've got skills, don't underestimate yourself. Another thing that people do, and sometimes they underestimate the value of the skill set that they have. And I mean, I want you to brainstorm. No idea is a bad idea when you're brainstorming. Don't worry about being judged, this is your list. I'm talking about, you need to put on there, um, I know how to organize a housework schedule, right? washing the dishes while doing the laundry, sweeping and mopping the floor, you know, I know how to change an outlet cover uh, for an electrical outlet, or I know how to unclog a sink, like you might think it's crazy, but make all the lists, right? Like even those things. Um, I know how to take care of um, children over the age of three or I'm great at taking care of babies right that's a skill okay so I don't want you to underestimate things because it could also be things that you've learned within your household um I have a great rapport with older people Um, I get along really well with teenagers these are all skills okay So it's also gonna be that emotional intelligence that a lot of people speak about. People talk about that EQ instead of the IQ. Emotional quotient is a very valuable skill. Write it down. Okay, I know how to um, build a website. I know how to um, paint a house. I know how to remove debris from around a house. I can change oil in a car. Right. And I'm some of these things I do know how to do for myself. Some of these are, I don't know how to do that. Like I, I'm not changing nobody's. all. Oh, I'm just, so I'm, I'm, just giving you examples because I really want you guys to think I'm hoping that I spark something in you as I'm saying these examples. So back to the examples. Um, I can write an essay. I can edit an essay or, you know what? I'm not really great at spelling but I am really great at creating an outline of ideas and information, right? All of these things are very valuable skills. Um, I know how to organize an office. I have a professional demeanor on the phone, okay? I really want you to dive deep. Think about, like I said, list each of the places that you you got educated, um, all the places that you have worked, uh, including unpaid work. Like I don't just want you to think about your jobs. You know, even if, like I said, like I, I included housework in there, um, and also times that you maybe helped others do random tasks because that's still a skill. You still did uh, learn something and you gained some skills, right? Put all of those down. All right. That's the end of step one. Step two is identifying needs. So i'm going to tell you guys a story about a young person that i encouraged to start a business so this young person um enjoyed being outside that was he just loved working outside and so um something that i knew that the community needed was they needed um homes to be cleaned and this all came together because um he was working with me and he was um pressure washing a house And He enjoyed it and he was actually really good at it. It was something simple It was a skill that was within his realm of possibility. It was something that it it wasn't so technical where he would feel overwhelmed Um, And he knew how to pay attention to what he was doing and he had the physical awareness, right? Because physical awareness is a skill and people will underestimate that he had really great physical awareness of his strength of the strength of the water of the angle of the water he did a really good job at pressure washing the home and I realized there's a business opportunity here for him. So I went ahead and helped him out by getting a small pressure washer set up that wouldn't be something that would damage paint or siding. Um, and let him know, like, hey, like, you know, let people know that you can clean their houses and charge a reasonable fee, you know, tell them like, look, you know, um, if you've got uh, a house that's less than a thousand square feet, hundred dollars to pressure wash the house. If your house is under two thousand square feet, you know, um, maybe you know two hundred or raise it to three hundred, whatever you feel. However long it takes, you base it on that, right? And it's a great business opportunity. It's simple. People are always going to need that service. They're going to need someone to come in and pressure wash their house. And every kind of house needs it. Businesses need it, right? Because the elements. You know, they accumulate on buildings, on structures, and some of these elements can actually deteriorate the structure. So you're providing a valuable service. So that's where I mean identify needs. So as you look at your list of skills and knowledge, identify the needs that that skill or knowledge could address. Okay, who who needs it? Think business, think personal, think age group. Think organization um, think environment who could benefit from your ability in that area and write that down next to them okay now you might end up doing this part on a separate day because mental energy is something pay attention to it right because after you make that list of all your knowledge and skills you might get a little sleepy a little tired a little groggy right I'm not saying that you'll actually take a nap But you know how it is, it's like a mental fog. It's like, woo, we underestimate, our brain is a muscle. If you overwork it, it will get sleepy. So you may do the second part, the needs part, on a separate day. Go back to it, start writing down the needs that are met by your skills, okay? Now, step three is finding a match that works for you. So on day three, you're going to realize now you have a list of knowledge and skills that are in your toolbox and you'll have a second list which shows what needs could be met by your knowledge and skills. And now on day three, you're going to look at these two lists and you're going to identify the most viable business option presently. And you might actually have more than one because I actually, I have more than one business. And I, you know, as a millennial, I'm gonna be honest with you, a lot of millennials that are self-employed, we tend to have more than one business going. Even when I had a day job, I always had a side hustle. And I don't, it's something about the millennial mindset, especially when we went through the great recession, as they call it, Um, it hit a lot of us hard. It hit me really hard. And so for, you know, for the millennial mindset is, you know, have more than one option when they talk about multiple streams of income this is why because we know that having more than one, you know foundation economically is vitally important because if one of them slows down the other one can pick up also some people have more than one um, you know small business because th- maybe their options are seasonal so they know for example like pressure washing might be something that's more popular in the winter Or the end of winter because winter is pretty brutal on buildings Um, and maybe um, you know their other business is more of a summer thing like maybe they have snowballs you know okay so sometimes it's because it's seasonal nevertheless you're looking at your list and you just want to identify which ones are the most viable and are they seasonal Um, is there more than one that you would like to do just because of demand supply and demand changes and decide on which ones you want to focus on I would not suggest um more than two initially and then having three is ideal honestly but really starting off with two is a really good idea and I know most people might tell you start off with one I'm not going to tell you to start off with one unless you have a day job if you got a day job then yes start off with one because it's it's all you're going to need if you are only self-employed, if you've, gone, if, you, if you've lost a job, I strongly advise having two going simultaneously. And let me explain why. I do not support anyone quitting their job to become self-employed. The goal is you're going to have to hustle. Like, you got to hustle. You want to make sure that your day job is funding your hustle. Let me say that again. Your day job needs to support your hustle. At a certain point, you're going to notice where the hustle becomes equivalent to the day job. That is the point where you make the decision to either continue to maintain that weight or to quit the day job. That's the decision that you're going to make, right? So at this point, remember, you. I do not advise anybody to stay away from a day job. Day jobs are great people want to talk about oh you don't want to work for nobody else look it's a paycheck okay it is a paycheck if your work environment is not a toxic work environment you better keep that damn job and if you are in a toxic work environment find another job okay my best advice to you I just told this to someone the other day I said you're look you're interested in a new job because it's a toxic workplace that she's at I want you to look at companies that you want to work with especially right now at the end of 2021 there's plenty of options honey you as the employee have a lot of options because there's a lot of people not going back to work take advantage of that opportunity there are also a lot of these a lot of these companies are offering some good pay and good benefits because they're trying to get people back take advantage of it shit fund fund your growth with a day job okay don't get it twisted have one side hustle have your day job and then you grow from there. Okay, so back to what we're doing today, which is to choose. Oh, I didn't finish the story. Sorry. So I mentioned to her, look look at the companies that you most would prefer to work with and go to their job board and apply for their available openings. Instead of going to your indeed.coms and all these other websites that say they have the job openings, you target what you want you go and target that company and say, you know what, this such and such company's got a location nearby. They look really good. Let me apply. That's what you do. That's exactly what you do. The jobs that I was most content at, that's how it happened. That's how I got them. I pursued the company instead of the other way around. All right. So, um you got your day job or, you know, God forbid if you're unemployed, you're starting up your side hustle and I hope the information I shared today helps you establish a solid side hustle so you got your list you know what's most viable now it's time to begin to build that business and it's going to take a process of energy and time you'll have to be willing to commit um my life partner always says the quote um which you may have heard somewhere else as well if you don't have the time you have the money and if you don't have the money you have the time I'm gonna say that again if you don't have the time you have the money and if you don't have the money you have the time it's all about priorities and making the decision and just to give you a personal statement on this so myself my life partner and a few of our closest friends a lot of us um, We all had day jobs on the side of our small businesses. And those of us who are now self-employed did not make that leap until the the side hustle became such a viable business that we were making more than we were making at our day job. And some people may tell you, well, what about health insurance? What about retirement? I got connections who set up both two people in my social circle do that specifically they set up retirement and they set up health insurance so once again this is doable don't let nobody talk you out of it if it's what you really want if you don't really want it then just don't because sometimes whenever people talk trash on your vision and you find yourself believing the like the trash that they're talking it's really because you just don't want it you really don't like don't lie to yourself right Don't try to convince yourself that you want to do a thing, right? We've all seen those people that will say, well, I would if, or I would, but everybody tells me I shouldn't because, well, if you're listening to that advice, chances are you don't really want to take that opportunity. It's not a thing for you. It's not for you. And that's okay. Don't do something just because people tell you you should or shouldn't, right? You need to do it because you authentically want to. That's the moral of the story. So for everybody out there who's still listening in, I am guessing that you are the people who are most interested in having that side hustle. And remember, some of you are going to prefer and might even it might even be advisable for you to have the day job and the side hustle. Some of the side hustles that I'm going to talk about with you in this series are going to be things that don't impose on a day job anyway. There are things that don't take away from your time any more than necessary, right? So it's gonna be a lot of options. Um, anyone who wants to could have a small business, whether you, have, you, whether you keep your day job permanently or not, you can have a small business, it's very doable. It's the reason why millions of Americans decided to do that during the pandemic, because they started to, they, enough pressure was put on everyone that people were willing to take a risk. It reminds me of baby birds in a nest. Until the mother makes the nest uncomfortable for the babies, they don't tend to fly. Very few of the birds will try to fly until they're forced by the mother. So the nest, a lot of the birds, what they'll do is they make a nest that once the babies get big enough, the nest gets uncomfortable. It's just to stick them in their side when they're sleeping. And so that discomfort leads to their growth they go ahead and take that opportunity to try to fly. So, that's what the pandemic did. It basically was it made the nest uncomfortable and so people were more willing to take risks. I'm not suggesting that you take any unnecessary risks because I didn't um, you know, the people closest to me did not. We took calculated, well-planned steps until we got to the point where we could leave you need to be wise about it do not listen to someone who tells you to quit your day job and just be self-employed you have to have a plan in place you have to have a plan I know they talk about the dream and the vision and they're trying to paint it into a fairy tale it's not a fairy tale it's not just going to magically work just because you want it to you have to do things the right way and so if that's what you're interested in be sure to follow this series And also be sure to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitter at Word of a Rebel. And you'll be sure to get this content as well as more. As always, this is Word of a Rebel and I'm here for empowerment.